Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes. Yes. Yes! It is that time again, everyone. It is After Buzz TV, Black Sales, episode XII, episode 4. Guys, I am your host, Ryan Hooks, and thank you for tuning into the show tonight. You can hit me up at RyanHooks92 on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. To my left, Lauren Salon. Hello, everybody. You can find me at Lauren Salon. That's S-A-L-A-U-N. Everywhere. And if you want to call the 800 number that she's pitching after the show, hit me up at Lawrence. <laughs> you sound like a, t- like no, a teleprompter salesperson every I'll, time I hear I'll, you. I mean, and the I'll double hand wave. Normal. I love Sorry. it. Sorry, Italian. You know what happens. Yeah, this is a show full of hand gestures, everyone. <laughs> a lot of hand gestures are going down here on AfterBuzz TV. So, episode number XII. Mm-hmm. What did you think this week? Well, I feel like. Be the- honest. What did you think this week? Because I'm about to be honest. Okay, I'll be honest too. I feel like last week we were set up for this epic showdown between Flint and Vane, and then we had yet again them preparing to have a showdown. So, but I didn't think it was a bad episode. I just think we got kind of faked out a little bit. I was disappointed. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm putting out there. I this week was. I think to me this is probably the most disappointed in an episode, and not that the episode wasn't great. But for what I thought was going to happen, what could have potentially happened, and what they actually gave me, like I, this to me, right. we this were to like me, to here, and then it was like no, this I'm felt just like kidding. A, this felt like a filler episode. Yeah, and I, in my opinion, in the twelve episodes of Black Sales, or I guess the eleven prior episodes, I have not felt like an episode was a filler episode at all. Mm-hmm. I had never felt cheated like I did last night no. or watching the show on Saturday night. Yeah, and I do feel like a lot of the times when they're on land. And when we have the flashbacks, that kind of gives us that, like, slow time mm-hmm. sometime. But this this one was all slow time, just when we were ready for it to get really get fired up and full of happen. action. And, and, and I said, it was a great episode. They gave us a lot of information, especially we got a lot about, uh, you know, Abigail Ash. Obviously, mm-hmm. she woke up, and she's now writing a letter that Vane is instructing her to write to her father. But we right. found out she actually hasn't even had any relationship with him in the last several years because she's been in school. Yeah. Uh, doesn't know where he lives, doesn't know anything about his house or his his job in no. the Carolinas. So that's I think that's actually going to lead to something sketchy down the line. I don't I don't Maybe. think he's going to do what it takes to help her. I mean, she she seemed pretty confident about that, and I I feel like Vane was asking a big amount too, two hundred and fifty thousand pounds back then. Yeah, the governor of Carolina, you probably have the money. Oh yeah, she said he'll pay it. Well, I wonder though. I feel like she's saying that just to say whatever will take. To get herself off the situation right, that she's in, you know, to survive. So, and I love that she's like, "How do you know Ned Lowe's not coming back?" Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I, "I cut his head off." Wanna Just so head. you know, here's his head on the pike outside of the house. Yeah. But I, I do feel like Vane was being pretty uh, diplomatic or nice for a somebody holding a hostage that he's putting up for well, ransom, essentially. And I said this last week: Charles Vane is my favorite character in the show right mm-hmm. now. Um, and I go back and forth with some of the other characters, but. 
I feel like the way that they're allowing him to just sort of allow his legacy to be and just he's there and you know you don't like and even when he's talking to his quartermaster you think I'm lying you don't trust me challenge me fight me and see what happens mm-hmm. that's all he said and it went away that yeah. that question of him right. and Eleanor was gone yeah so it's that it's that easy with Vane and I, I like that they're doing that and I like how this build up of him has played out this season for mm-hmm. sure I like it a lot I like it too okay good we can stop <laughs> whispering now but no and I, I think the Abigail Ash thing I think that her father's not going to pay the money I don't know. I think with him, there's something more. Like we saw in the flashbacks mm-hmm. with Thomas, you know, he, when, when, I don't want to get ahead of where we are, but basically, Lord We're Ash. We're the Black Sails podcast. So you can <laughs> say anything you want about Black Sails. Lord Ash pretty much is the only one, is the only one that we see supporting Thomas when he's saying he wants to pardon all the pirates. And then we know kind of in present day that he doesn't necessarily really like pirates. So who knows what happened to get him from that point, supporting a pardon for all the pirates to now kind of not being a friend of pirates, and who knows how I love, that's all I love go that down. they did that. I love that he, of all the people in all of the world, is the one that supports Lord yeah. Hamilton because now there's going to be all kinds of weird conflict that are going to overlap because of Flint and his relationship with Hamilton and Miranda, and then now Lord Ash is going to connect Vane, and it's going to, it's going to be some weird connection that's going to happen because of everyone yeah it's all just going to weave together and they do such a great job in the show weaving things together Mm -hmm. because there's such an interesting character arc for all these characters and it's so you know thought out so well prepared that in every week again every week you get something new and that's why i felt maybe this week was a little bit lighter yeah i didn't feel like i got a lot of a lot of new stuff but that i think was a good touch of having lord hamilton and lord ash be friends yeah that's why he's in Carolina. So he said, you know, I'm going to go over there too. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the Americas. America. All right. So let's keep on keeping on. So in this episode as well, then we are learning more about the weird awkwardness between Max and Jack Rackham and everything that's happening with Aunt Bonnie. Yeah. So they wake up together. And I found it interesting that, and again, I know last week I was saying, hey, we see all the other sex that goes on. Like, why not theirs, essentially? And we still didn't this week. And nope. But they wake up. And I thought it was interesting that Anne it wakes up on Jack's chest. So, you know, when because we're in this, like, tug and mm-hmm. pull or whatever I'm trying to say between the three of them. So... It's interesting to see her, you know, when they wake up, her natural kind of inclination or whatever is to still be with him. Go right to the man chest. Yeah, the man chest. I mean, who doesn't like to be cuddled on the man chest? I know, but I mean, Max is there with the lady chest just ready. And we saw, too, (laughs) I'm not going to argue with the fact that I wouldn't mind waking up in Max's lady chest. However, hopefully no one at home is watching. Uh, However... We we did see in the episode prior when they were together, just the two of them, that she was facing the other way. Like, mm-hmm. after the fact of everything that went down, she was, like, kind of rolled away. Yeah. Well, because she knows, which we saw again this episode, that Max is dangerous for her. And, and she said that. But, yeah, she those words. It. And potentially for them. And she told Jack, you know, I need you to either be on the other side of the door or in there with me, essentially, to make sure she doesn't do anything to come between us because she knows that she herself is a little weak to the situation but she basically says you're watch my back yeah you're my number one watch my back because and she i like that whole little scene where she's like i've killed hundreds like tons of people for you put people in the ground Mm -hmm. i've done things to protect you've been together for a long time 
I need you to watch my back. Like, I know I get it. It's bad for me. I get it. I, I'm sorry, but help me. Yeah. In the way that you can. And they even talk about that too. Max asked about Jack being invited into the room. Yeah, did if you he know? knew it was going to happen. <laughs> but, and they set that up last week because he said, I can't protect you from that side of the door. Right. So then she let him on this side of the door. It's all there. It's all, yeah. it's all hidden. I really hope that I like Anne and Jack's relationship, however weird or, you know, whatever it is, but I really like them. I don't want some betrayal to happen. I'm just so nervous. And I, I don't think it will. I think they'll, okay, I think they'll stay tight. <laughs> I think they've been through too much. If anything, I feel like their relationship's only going to grow and incorporate others. Mm-hmm. Um, in that aspect, I still think that they will be together throughout all this. And, you know, I feel like they use them in the show in a unique way because, you know, obviously Jack's the, the comic relief. Yeah. He, of all the people, has the ability. And when I said it, I think I said this before, when I interviewed people from the show, they all said that Jack was their favorite character in the show because he has that ability to, like, be really funny and let it go and doesn't have to stick to this sort of mold that they've already mm-hmm. established for everyone. And that gives a lot of flexibility to Jack's character. So I think that they will be thick as thieves, though. All right. Good. Through, through the that end. That makes me feel better. Well, I, I think part of it is they both understand, you know, each other well enough to want to fight for each other. Mm-hmm. So I think they want, they, they just want okay, each other to happy be happy. ending. Yeah, they want Maybe. the happy ending. We'll what, and I like, too, that we're getting this information now um, because there's so much tension. And I think part of it really is just Jack. He's this, he doesn't trust people. He's afraid of the things that he knows Max can do to him mm-hmm. or anyone. And it's his distrust of her that's creating the tension more than anything. But she comes to him and is like, I have information, but, you know, if you don't want to play the game, then sorry. Yeah. Even and, though he has a lead for her or for him. Yeah. Both of them. And, and in that, not only did he get something that he wanted, a crew and a ship and all that, but he also, again, saw how potentially dangerous she is because how easy it was to get that. Oh, right. And she talked She talked to that other prostitute that like, exactly what to do. Yeah. He, like, told him stories. How you can make, yeah, it's make about, fall in love. It's not about bleeping his brains out all night long. It's about seducing him, which is a different art. It, it still includes the, yeah. you know, the you, other You stuff. still have the brains out. <laughs> However, you also tell him a story. Yeah, and, and get to know him. You know, pretend you're getting off. Everything. <laughs> Good old Featherstone. Oh, Poor yeah. fella. I know. How easy that was. Jeez, Three guys. hours. You're swayed. I mean, I guess it wasn't that easy. It was three hours. They said they were up there. Well, yeah, but but still, you'd think like a captain of a ship. He wasn't a like, captain, though. Or having his own crew and stuff, you know, being in that position to be able to assign a crew. Influential member that will bring everyone and take it over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and Jack has a ship now. So, yeah. great. Do you think that Jack's going to vie for the gold now? It's possible. Cause he, and he commented at the very beginning of the episode, Flint's in a Spanish warship in the cove? Wait, did he get the gold? Mm-hmm. And that was a thing that was definitely thought of right away. Yeah. So with a crew and a ship, why not? I know. I feel like he's going to, it's going to be a three-way battle, if not more. Well, it, I think gold. it, I think with Vane and everything that's going to happen, it depends on if he gives up the Ford or not. So if he gives up the Ford, I could very much see him hitting the water and going straight for the gold. Mm-hmm. That's what his, if his, he needs to give his, if they give up the Ford, he needs to give his crew something else of equal value yeah you can't do. just be like hey guys we're gonna give up and then just hang out on the beach or something yeah they definitely ha- he has to and that's why they're know, with him take that away and then, yeah exactly give him something else bigger i, I hope that kind of happens i want to see a fight for the urca i know 
who cares about this fort? Let's fight for the gold. Well, the fort's an interesting dilemma in the show because, you know, and I, I liked this whole week's kind of battle and conflict of interest between I didn't I said this before, where does Eleanor stand? Like mm-hmm. that was my question last week of everything that's gonna happen, and we get it this week. Where is Eleanor involved in everything? Because we clearly see that she's more on Vane's side than Flint's yeah. side. Because I don't think she really knows. You know, when it comes down to it, she has the hots for Vane, but she keeps saying that she is loyal to she's Flint, backing Flint. You know, right. all that. But who she's spending her time with is Vane and yeah, I feel like she doesn't completely know or she's not admitting it. Well, I feel like it's an interesting th- thought because she, in this episode, helps Vane. Mm-hmm. She tells him what he needs to do to get people to his side to basically help protect the fort. Because they know the fort is worthless. If Flint decides to fire on the fort and everything that Horning Gold knows about it, the Flint, the fort will fall mm-hmm. to Flint. Yeah. And the men, they have more men and they have more power and... They will lose that battle. However, she's trying to convince him that there are other ways. She, he doesn't need to fight. He gives him things to help rally troops to his side and also goes to Flint and talks to him as well. And I actually really like what Flint has to say because I think Flint understands the importance of the fort. Mm-hmm. And his major question was, how long does it take to rebuild? If we destroy the fort in this battle, how long till we have protection again? Because there's the Spanish warship just around the coast, right. you know. 40 minutes or you know 40 miles away it's not very far no yeah and and later when she goes to meet with um mrs barlow she said you know she pleads with her to go talk to convince flint. flint to um to stand down because last time the fort fell people came in and just like pillaged the whole city so they don't want that happening again and we kind of see that flint is okay taking that what, and he tells her, he tells Eleanor that he doesn't want to do this. If you can come up with something better, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear it. Like, give me an idea that's not me getting him out. And she and she does offer the idea of him leaving the cove mm-hmm. and, or the harbor, whatever you want to call it, and then convincing him to come out in a different way and having them have a meeting. But Flint knows that once he gives up that position that he, that won't happen. Mm-hmm. So Flint is a little smarter than Eleanor, obviously, in all that aspect. But he he propositions give give me an idea that's that works this out for us. Yeah. I would love to. Work. And he he's in he's on for working it out. Not working it out, working it out, working it out. <laughs> it's all about working it out, everyone. That's what we need to do here on AfterBuzz TV. Is this work everything out amongst us? Why can't we just get along? I know pirates get God, along. Why can't we just get along? Okay, sorry. I'm, you, I'm, I'm better now. Do you think that Van had any knowledge whatsoever of Eleanor going to meet with Flint on his behalf, essentially? Yes. Yeah? I do. I think that everyone knows. I think everyone knows what's going on with everybody. Yeah. Even the quartermaster's calling it out to Eleanor, knowing that her interest is in Flint, but also that Van has his lines crossed. And I think everyone knows. I don't think it's a secret at mm-hmm. all. They don't hide it. They don't cover it up it's just it is what it is and they need to figure it out yeah uh, just figure it out just be friends share the gold no share the fort no i don't and again i, I this to me as i said before it all goes back to eleanor and where does she stand because she hasn't been pushed to pick a side no i think she's gonna be pushed to pick a side at some point pretty soon well because we thought this week would be the, the fight, big ba- the battle. battle where she probably would have to. So if next week we get that battle, maybe 
she'll have her back against a wall, not, you know, as we've seen her before, but um, <laughs> more more figuratively. <laughs> right. So, and we have six more Same. episodes before the season's out. Mm-hmm. So I don't, it's, it's going to happen in the next couple of weeks for sure that she's going to have to pick a side. Who do you think she's going to pick? You know, that's a really good question. I feel like it's going to be a shocker. You know, I I almost think she's got to go with Flint. That's going to that's gonna follow her character type of selling out people for her own personal gain, mm-hmm. regardless of emotional attachment. Yeah. Because she did the same thing to Max. I she did the same so thing too. to Vane before. Yeah. that's so, I, I would say so, too. Although, I, you know what? I think that if she keeps going to Miranda, Eleanor's going to get schooled. Yeah. Because uh, she's... And we saw her this week go to Miranda and ask for help, you know... And we, we do find out also that Miranda did on her behalf go and talk to Underhill mm-hmm. and try to set something up and is trying to help things along in the island as best she can, but sort of not. So I think that if it's going to come down to it, Miranda's going to show her what's Yeah. Well, because in each of these meetings, she's kind of had to put her in her place both times, you know, and this week she kicks out of her house. Yeah, Eleanor's like, well, don't you even care about him basically? And she's like, um, excuse me, Missy, do you know who you're talking to pretty much? And yeah, and yet again, you know, it's that kind of Mrs. Barlow, the more mature and kind of scheming and Eleanor who tends to do things kind of passionately and with not always with the most thought in them. So I like I like that comparison that we've seen again. Well, and I think so and they pitched this at the beginning of the season that this whole season was leading up to the women of Black Sails and this whole season was going to be about that. So we're getting a lot with Max mm-hmm. and Anne Bonnie and that's sort of that aspect. Eleanor I think has been a little quiet for what I think she's going to be in the next few weeks, especially if, if she's having to make a choice. And also now that the fact that Richard Guthrie's back, because mm. he said he wants to help her at the end of the episode, which I was so excited that he, that he's finally back. Yeah. Um, and then I think that the other thing, I think the entire reason that we're getting all these flashbacks to everything with Lord Hamilton is to set up Miranda more than anything else. More than Flint's character is Miranda and her role in everything. That's what I think. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think so, too. I mean, we because we already know she is such an important and powerful character, but we're not really seeing the full extent of that. Yet. Yeah. Well, yeah. And we still, too, that the, the pastor comes to talk to her as well and calls her out on everything that's happening. I think that's so funny, though. He's like, such a so, yeah, right? He's like, yeah, so based on our interactions, you know, I thought maybe you were, like, reaching out for help or something, you know, some baloney like that, like, blaming some sort of affair they oh, had Oh, no, you're her. such a weak woman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, come listen, on, Listen, you buddy. put it in. <laughs> oh, God. On the front porch. <laughs> what? That's what they did on the front porch, remember? Yeah. I'm, oh. Yeah, anyway, keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got sidetracked with the sex in the show. No, but just how um, I don't know where I was going with that. I got I got distracted with. Oh the yeah, front he's porch. B- blaming her all, everything and everything. That's her fault that all this happened. And yeah, and and just you know, I think that we're gonna see, like we said, I'll see a lot more from her. I and I I, I want to know what's gonna happen when people figure out who she is. Mm-hmm. I hope that happens because the past the way people talk to her and treat her. They don't have any idea who she is or who she was or what she's involved in. And the pastor even clearly doesn't get it when he, the, the, I think the major reason for that information is to let 
Miranda know that Abigail Ash is captive on the island? Yeah, because he mentions that, and she goes, "I'm sorry, wait, what? Wait, did you wait, say is, that Peter Ash, Lord Peter yeah. Ash? Is, he's the, the governor was? of the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. So what was her name again? Oh yeah, Abigail. And that's relevant because they, they show in the preview that Miranda's going to go to Flint with this information, and I think that maybe will affect a lot of things. Oh yeah, he's got the power. He gets Lord Ash involved. I know, but I, we don't know where. Lord Ash stands with pirates. But here's the thing. He has a relationship with Flint when he wasn't Flint. Right. So regardless of where he stands on the pirate everything, he doesn't have to show up and be Captain Flint. He can show up and be Lieutenant James. What, what He said his name. I keep forgetting what it is. Because he, he has a different last name. Yeah. He changes it to Flint later to be, you know, a fearsome name. So he has a different reputation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that could be something that changes everything. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe it's worthless. Maybe it's just a red hair and they're throwing at us to make us think that these things are going to happen. I don't know. Every single time you do this to me, Black Sails. All right. So, so we're talking about Miranda and all her goings on. So this whole episode as well, we get this little interaction and flashback scene with Captain Flint and uh, Lord Hamilton and mm-hmm. this whole proposition that he is still working on about ways that they can basically colonize Nassau and right. make it a better place and you know gotta get rid of the corrupt governor they have to do these sort of things they have to take grain they have to start farming and he comes up with this idea of pardoning all of the pirates yeah every single one of them because he's like we need people to be living here we need people to build things and to be you know merchants all you know Plot the land, all the something. people that are going to be in exchange for their service exactly involved in building a city building a you know community <laughs> an amazing vacation destination yeah <laughs> that's what they're doing <laughs> nassau bahamas yeah. yes dolphin petting and dolphin oh, they're rides. gonna they're gonna build atlantis yeah that's, that's the, what he's trying to do here. Listen, if you've ever been to Atlantis, I never have, but I've seen pictures. It's extreme. They needed a lot of people to build it. Yeah. That's what there it is. They go. needed people to build Atlantis. He's very forward thinking. Very much. So, and uh, I like the, the whole episode, Ash, or Ash, Lord Hamilton keeps asking Flint to talk him out of yeah. this idea. He's it's like, like it's a, don't let me do it. But mm-hmm. he doesn't. And, no. And he tells him it's a bad idea to forget about it, but he doesn't do anything to yeah, stop it. Yeah, he says, you know, if speaking as your, like, liaison, I'd say that it's, you know, unwise. But speaking as your friend, I'd say forget it. Yeah, forget about it, yeah, essentially. No. What? I'm sure I was looking at my notes trying to find, find something about what happened. Uh, so, and then they have this dinner. Right. With and his father. There was actually a specific quote that I was looking for. However, uh-huh. um, they have this dinner. Mm-hmm. And the father shows up, Mr. Lord Hamilton. Yes. And he gives him the idea. And I like throughout the episode, and this shows me a lot about, I think the driving factor behind Lord Hamilton's son, Lord Hamilton, uh, is the way that his father treats him. Mm-hmm. Throughout the dinner, he kept saying, so, Lieutenant, tell me what do you think about this. So, tell me what you think about this. You know, he kept talking to Flint, asking his opinions on the goings on and the ideas, never to his son. Mm-hmm. But then his son says, look at me. Talk to me. I'm the one that's, yeah. this is me right yeah. now. Talk to me. So he kind of stands up to him. Flint doesn't say anything, but then Miranda chimes in, and this is, I, I didn't write it down, but I was looking for the quote where he was saying that your mouth has caused enough damage and your yeah, legs. Yeah, keep your mouth shut and your legs shut, something like that. Yeah. Woo! But then the best part about that, that's when Flint goes off. Yeah. And he stands up to him and says, you know, you need to leave. You need to leave. I support your son, essentially. And I'm going to report it to the Admiral. So, already around the finger, that Miranda... I know. And again, that's why I feel like these flashbacks are more important to Miranda 
for us, for us to learn more about Miranda and eventually grow to her than anything else. Mm -hmm. Just from that one moment, that's why I I went that way with it. Yeah. See what happens. Calling it out. It's on. Now, do you think that that moment with Flint standing up to Lord Hamilton dad, um, do you think that's going to give away his affair with Miranda, though? No. No? No. Because I think eventually, remember they talked about it early on, that he, like, stole her from his best friend, Lord Hamilton, mm-hmm. and, like, almost held her captive. I don't think it's going to be a situation where it's going to be, like, tension because they think they're sleeping together and that kind of stuff. I almost think that maybe Lord Hamilton doesn't even care. Well, honestly. yeah, because if she's already got that reputation for yeah. kind of sleeping and, and, around, and he that must kind of know about it. In the episode last week, when he, where Miranda came to Flint and wanted you know, them to go together to this mm-hmm. art exhibit, and then Flint took her home. Right. To, like, her house and dropped her off instead of that. And, he, you know, it was all about the reputation and all that kind of stuff. So I, I feel like that's already a thing that, that Lord Hamilton would know about and probably doesn't care and probably is not even interested. I don't know. Or he's just, like, so set on, like, let's make Nassau into yeah, his, this thing that goal, he's not even paying attention he, to what's he's going He's Don Quixote. He yeah. it lives in his fantasy world and doesn't care about everything else. Mm-hmm. So that's and that's why they had that reference a couple weeks ago. Yeah. All right. So we also get uh, a little bit of Flint and Silver, which I do enjoy yes. so thoroughly. Um, and I, it, <laughs> the part was funny to me when he's like, "So wait, you're asking my opinion? Yeah. You, like, wait, you're you, not you, just telling he wants me. to know Silver's <laughs> opinion and what he thinks about why everything's happening because they do decide to send men out, you know, Captain Horn and Gold and some of the other captains to try to get people to their cause. They yeah. need people to support going- the Spanish ship. In the aspect of taking the Yeah, it's a very political episode. And you see them, like, literally going out campaigning for their side. And Silver's paying people. Yeah. He hires that guy to tell the story about what happened when they took the fort the first time. Mm -hmm. And the one guy's like, I thought everyone was killed. Yeah. (laughs) It it wasn't the murder. It was them laughing at me. It was so bad. (laughs) Pays them off. (laughs) It's all about that. their laughs it's just uh, to get basic game people but he he tells flint you know you need to figure out what the motive is behind what people are doing you know and is it fear you know it is the fear of no one in the fort versus vain in the fort right or, or no i'm sorry no fort at all versus vain in the fort which is greater to them yeah, and which they, is worse you know people with the idea of vain in the fort is the lesser evil than having no fort to protect them at all mm-hmm. that they've decided and also what do they think about flint uh you know it and is he a villain yeah which is funny because we talked about this last week or the week before how it's very clear that Flint really does care about what people think about him and what yeah, they say week. about him. And this was, I mean, another totally obvious example of that. I mean, Silver calls him on it, too. And he said it must be terrible to be you. Yeah, because... He's like, all the terrible things you've done. Like, And you're you worried imagine... about what people think about yeah, you. It must be. Yeah, he said, it must be awful being you. Ouch. Ouch, tear. right? That is a <laughs> tear. tear. But, you know, and I I think back to the, the whole concept of Flint as a villain. Back to episode one. Crazy. There was an awesome speech that I really loved in episode one where Billy Bones and Captain Flint are rowing out to the ship. And this is right before he gets in the fight and kills Singleton in the very first episode that he gives this whole great, great speech about basically becoming a king amongst these pirates. And, like, this his driving goal so in an aspect, a lot of times kings are seen as villains and mm-hmm. the things that they do to get their power sometimes are more than most people. And that's why they, yeah. that's why they rise to power because they're willing to do the things that no one else is. Yeah. Ends justifies the means. 
We'll see. Political world is very political. And I, I right do now. like that aspect. Again, this episode was a good episode. It just was, I think, based on the buildup and what I expected and like where we are, just I felt a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, maybe you'll be happier remembering about um, our special guest that returned, Billy Bones. That was my next thing to talk about, actually. Nuts. Bolts. Boom. <laughs> so I, I will say that, like, I think the costuming and the makeup and such on the show is very good. I thought Billy Bones... In terms of, he looked terrible, oh. which he looked he looked awesome because yeah. he looked so bad. Yeah, like he they did such, and they only showed him for like fifteen seconds and mm-hmm. two different times. I thought that his makeup, and I I'm very I critique makeup a lot, like whore makeup and bloody makeup and all that kind of stuff. Because then I watch a lot of TV and I've done a yeah. lot of stuff with film, so I've Does seen. Does it look okay? Yeah, your makeup. Looks <laughs> no, not, I'm talking about like when you watch TV and you see someone with a bloody cut. Like, yeah, I, how real it looks. I critique that hard yeah because i'm a big fan of horror movies and i'm i know a lot of people that do makeup professional like effects makeup and billy bones looked amazing yeah i mean every aspect his feet they even did like dirt and blacks around his toenails and like and i was looking at how far up the ankle the sunburns went how extreme Mm. they were and then the thing that was crazy to me was more than anything his face uh the way that they had the sand just plaster on his face that was amazing he kudos to billy bones for what he had to go through to look like he that. looked rough yeah i mean Tom he's so Hopper, like, like hunky normally he and is hunky he looked pretty rough let's dust him off next week okay get him back in can, the can pour some water on yeah, his face pour some or water something give him a little drink off. and some food what the lips give him some chapstick or something <laughs> some sunscreen but no and it's cool because he only had he had the one line and he asked for gates <gasps> oh i know it made me so sad and it's it's funny to think about that because we and it really hasn't been a thought until you know two weeks ago when Flint returned to Nassau of the things that happened in the end of season one that people don't know about because really mm-hmm. in in big picture thinking this has only been like a week in terms of how this has all right. kind of gone down you know obviously for us it's stretched out because it was over a year ago that season one was on and now we're just watching this ten week process so we're not really thinking about the fact that this has only been like four days yeah you know he was on the boat then he was off the boat then he was picked up by the other boat and he was being tortured for a few days and then he was returned and i think we will definitely have to get more about the return like how he ended up back in yeah Nassau. they're like oh we found you in the water well no what? they I'm, I'm sorry they when he had the episode when he first appeared in the okay. season he was being captive by someone right. on the ship that picked him up. Yes. Which uh, was was the Man of War or one of the... I don't remember what ship it was. I think they're on the Man of War. Uh, anyway, the ship that picked him up was the one torturing him and they were going to use him. Mm-hmm. So I almost wonder if he has now been returned to Nassau by the agent <gasps> that picked him up to find out what's going on and to spy on people and report back. Yeah, because... I think you're onto something because it is a little weird that they had him captive and now suddenly he washed up on shore. Again. They let him go. They returned him in some aspect yeah. and brought him back. So I feel like that's something that, and the reason that he was being tortured on the island, they were basically shrink drying him in skin mm-hmm. and they add water to it and that shrinks every day in the sun and dries up and they would essentially they would torture people that way, but they would eventually yeah. crush you and yeah. you, you would your ribs would crack into your lungs and you would bleed or suffocate. Yum. Yeah, it's a good form of torture. Cozy. Yeah. <laughs> Waterboarding. Who needs that? Let's just dry, <laughs> dry raw hider on people for seven days and then kill them. So, and I, I think that that might be where they're leading with 
Bones' character that mm-hmm. he, in some aspect, needs to get back in with the crew. Yeah. And works as this double agent. Well, we definitely know that we're not done seeing whoever was holding him captive. Like, Correct. that's gotta well, come Well, they, they're in. probably... I, I think that they... On the island, I think that they were on the beach that Urko was on. Like, when he was dried up on that ocean, I think that was the same part of the island that the gold was. So I think that that's how it's going to tie back in together, and the people that had him are those same people. Okay. That's what I think. I can see that happening. But we know that they've got... That can't be, like, the only moment where he's standing over him doing this monologue about the sh- shrinking leather. Right. Well, and it's so going to be I almost The reason big. I think that... I think that I'm almost positive that the ship that was chasing them was the Man of War. Mm-hmm. And then the Man of War was a ship that they stole right. when they were on the island. So I feel like there's... Like, Billy Bones was probably on the island when they were on the island, and they just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, they got the ship, and now this guy's returned him, and that's what I think. I'm just putting that out there. It's, All right. What do you think? Think I'm crazy? I don't care. I do what I want. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you want to do something really cool, you could follow us all on the SoundCloud, the iTunes, and the YouTube. Because AfterBuzz TV puts out like... Do 90 po- you know we do 90 shows every single week i knew we did a bajillion between after buzz tv black hollywood live popcorn talk and the other network they have i can't remember the name of it uh there's something else there's another one but like between all the stuff that we put out here at after buzz tv we do 90 shows a week it's all free it's impressive yeah so make sure you rate us on itunes and like comment on our youtube and tell us what's up yeah, and if you don't like this show, which why don't you? You, I'm sure, will like another one that After Buzz covers. So everything that we do here at Black Hollywood Live, After Buzz TV, Popcorn Talk. Oh, I was going somewhere with that. Don't worry, I got <laughs> I that like, look. Anyway, not- just make sure you follow us. <laughs> Tell us what's up. All right, let's keep keep on keeping on. What was your favorite moment this week? That's what I want to know. Mm, I, I mean, oh gosh, favorite one moment. I liked the Rackham Ann situation. I just have a tender place in my heart for them, and I like their, I like their relationship a lot because they're more than just you know hooking up or just friends. You know, it goes deep, man. So I liked that a lot. I like that we see Billy Bones again and that he's in mm-hmm. our hands. He's back, essentially, yeah, now, that, now that Silver has him because he paid that guy off to basically get everyone out of there yeah. so he could fix him up and bring him back. But they also want to keep him separate from the crew. Right. He's like, the captain has way too much going on right now. So. Randall's not down for yeah. it, though. Randall's like, we're doing something wrong. This, this is, is wrong. wrong. <laughs> I love Randall. Oh, man. He's he's so funny. When, when we had Mark Ryan in uh, last season, there was Gates. He was talking about when they did the table read for the episode where Randall screamed, where he's mm-hmm. like, that's what I'll do when he, if Silver runs and he goes, ah, cause nobody knew he was going to do it. And they were just sitting there reading and then all of a sudden he goes, ah, and like screams really high pitch. <laughs> like everyone just lost it. Oh, and he, I think boy. he's so funny. Like he's just the so little good. subtle things that he does. Anyway, yeah. go on. Favorite scene. Back to it. Yeah. So those were them. I also, so Anne and Jack. Seeing Billy Bones again in the pirate custody, the good pirate mm-hmm. custody, or I don't know who's good or bad. Um, I also liked, I liked the flashbacks this week. Okay. I think it was helpful and I like what's kind of brewing with Mrs. Barlow and. I told you that's going to be, re- that's huge. I like your that. All the flashbacks. I, I keep feeling that every single time I see these flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So those were kind of, you know, three of my big, big moments. So one of the moments we haven't talked about yet in the episode, 
but I think this was probably one of my favorite moments in the episode was the scene right before the very end. Flint's on the boat thinking about what he's going to do. He's talking to Mr. Scott and, Mm -hmm. you know, Mr. Scott's sort of reasonable in the aspect of everything that he does. And he's always been sort of a a person of wisdom and logic. And they kind of have this correlation and they're talking about everything that happened you know, and how the, the, it's hard to believe that these people control this, but no one really knows what's behind it all. And no one sees that, but you know, Flint obviously does. And Mr. Scott has been there. So he knows mm-hmm. the, the things that have happened on NASA over the years. But you know, uh, Mr. Scott tells him, he's like, just because Eleanor's perspective, you know, her side isn't your side. It doesn't mean that it's wrong. Yeah. And he said, you know, I, th- I think it's a little flawed and I agree with you, but that doesn't make her wrong. It's not like, there's just right and wrong. Right. And, but the thing that I like and I think they're setting up for, you know, he says also he thinks it's a bad idea mm. to divide the island right now. Yeah. The, there's too much at stake down the line, especially with the Spanish warship just around the, the coast, 40 miles away with 600 million yeah. pounds of gold or, you know, there's a ton of gold there that right now this fight is not worth it. Mm-hmm. That there are more important things, you know, to the greater picture than the fort and yeah vain basically in says that you should view vain as an unfortunate an, an, but unavoidable unnecessary change part yeah because part every, people are changing and adapting and he is a change that we just need to accept mm-hmm. so i really liked that scene um i thought that that was a really cool powerful moment it was but it, i guess it wasn't powerful enough why because he fires on the fort yeah boom the end of the episode we get the the command to fire however do you think they're actually going to fire? Well, right, because you don't hear any firing. Well, they didn't take place. He just says fire, and they weren't in position to fire. They no, were it all was just like, out. "What's your decision?" Essentially, we should fire. Yeah, and that's what you know. That's where they're setting up for next week that they are going to do something. Do you think they're actually going to fire, or do you think that people are going to talk them out of it? Because I know that you know Horn and Gold is pushing pretty hard this week about yeah. you know. Do you have what? It, are you going to actually do it? You made this threat, right? Here's what. Here are the consequences if you actually do this, right? And here's the consequences if you don't. Mm-hmm. If you don't back up your words, now what? I part of me really thinks that something's going to come up and kind of intercede. It's, they're not going to fire on the floor. Yeah, like, I think so too. Well, because Vane sent the notice about the ransom to right Lord Ash. You know, he's like, make sure it gets out and gets to him. Before any of this nonsense fighting happens, or at least gets out, so they yeah, can make sure so it gets, gets away. out. So who knows? I mean, I don't think he could like get there fast enough. No, but not from Nassau to the Carolinas. I mean, that's several days. Right, right. But who knows if you know? I feel like he, Lord Ash, is going to come into play very soon. But I do think something's going to come up to kind of halt it. And I think that'll be interesting because Lord Ash knows Flint. And mm-hmm. who he really is and what he was before he was Flint. Yeah. No one else Ooh, does. Other than what's Miranda. that meeting going to be like? Well, and I keep hoping with these flashbacks, you know, I want them to to get to Nassau with Flint. And I want to see that development of Flint because that's Flint's something that that's something they're making up like this in terms of a storyline is not defined anywhere by any means in terms of, you know, Treasure Island and that kind of stuff. Flint is only a myth. Mm. They talk about having this great reputation, but they never, there's no storyline. So anything that they're doing and they are creating for the show. And I really want to know what they decide to do with it. Yeah. Creating a whole new world here. Just, Just this, like this is what line. it is. I, I do like Richard Guthrie's back as well. Yeah. I love Sean Michael Cameron. Um, I'm glad to see him back. Actually, I'm hoping that he may join us at the end of the season. Uh, he said, I talked to him. He said he may be in LA uh, towards the end of the season. He may stop by. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. But he's, he's, Come hang out he's, with uh, us. He's based in South Africa. I know. 
So and that's where they film the show in Cape Town. Yeah. They, all of them are there. Well, not all of them are, are permanently there, but no. several but. of them, in terms of like the smaller characters, actually live there. Like they're yeah. like uh, you know the Dufresne character and I'm Mr. sure Guthrie, most most of the prostitutes probably live. there. All the prostitutes, a lot of the ship people, a lot of the crew, they're all locals. Yeah, basically, and they're hired into the show, which is that's such a great opportunity for them. Oh yeah, it's so amazing so to be cool. able. To, how awesome would that be to like be on well, this and think show. if you're one of the bigger people on it to that have that be one of your locations where you get to go shoot that would be oh, so yeah. cool well and that's uh captain Vane. um he has two kids and he's like i oh, get to take my wife and kids out there and you know they get to come hang out in south mm-hmm. africa which is really cool and yeah they've all talked about having people come out and visit in them that's all i'm saying it sounds fun i want to go i want to come fun. be an extra on bucks hills can i i would too i talked to them except about- well because you know, we, we know that they use a real ship you know that they recreated the ship uh-huh. so they're like in the ocean do so when they're falling off because i'm pretty scared of sharks like and we know that there are sharks in south africa um so how do they prevent like their people from getting sharks coming in totally i'm sure they film in like (laughs) secluded areas i know but still i feel like there's a bunch of boats and cannon fire sharks aren't going to be swimming around you never know there could be some ballsy sharks out there there are ballsy sharks. Well, they're sharks. They're, they're baddest sharks. creatures in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, other than Loch Ness Monster, but that's yeah. totally besides the point. Anyway, sorry to take us down that rabbit hole. Not that... No, it's didn't. relevant. I mean, it's relevant yeah, to everything relevant about the show. Enough. Yeah. How do you not get eaten by a shark when you're filming? I will make sure to ask. <laughs> it's, I actually would be really interested to go to the compound that they have there because a lot of the stuff that we see is green screened after the fact. And like they film part of the where they film in the ocean, there's like an airport behind them, and they like oh, gr- they green screen over it with uh, like village and such. Mm-hmm. So you don't even see the fact that like they're f- when they look at the island, it's actually just like a, they're just looking at, out at the airport. It's like an airport. Yeah. Yeah. So what, uh, TJ Scott, one of the directors, told me about that one of the episodes where he's like, yeah, that was all green screened. It wasn't even really there. Oh, or the, and that ship wasn't really they, yeah. the ship they green screened in in episode six when they go to attack it and the ship mm-hmm. just blows them out of the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was all green. Or episode eight, I'm sorry. Uh, was all green screened. So now they actually have the ship, which is cool. Uh, but that's it. And that's all. So I want to know what you think is going to happen here coming up next week on our after buzz TV show of black sales. So I want some predictions from you, Lauren Salon. Well, wait, I want the uh, music. Oh, I want prediction. Music, predictions. Please. Here it comes. Coming. Oh, there it is. And my flashy Ooh. lights. There's my flashy lights. It's a party. For those of you who are listening to us on the internet, there's flashy there lights. There are flashing the lights happening. It's my favorite part of predictions. They're and pink and blue. Yes, they match my outfit perfectly. <laughs> they do. Oh, pink look, and at blue. That. look at that. Always I so coordinated. I love it. Um, okay, so I know we kind of covered some of these already, it's but okay. I think that Lord Ash is going to come into play. Agreed. I think that Billy Bones is going to resurface to more than just John Silver. Whose side is he going to be on? Do you think he'll join Vane? Uh, I think so. He's going to be so pissed at Flint. For killing Gates and for everything And for throwing him overboard? <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's, that's going to be like some a interesting fight right yeah, there. For sure. I don't really feel like we're going to have the fort crumble. I think something's going to... Yeah, I don't think they're going to attack the fort either. Something's going to happen to prevent I, I that. With that. I think there might be some fighting, but I don't think a fort's going to go down. Yeah. When it's, I, I like the, the idea of Billy Bones, since you bring it up, of possibly joining someone else. However, he has to eventually get back to them because he does steal the treasure map that leads to the Urkel Gold 
from Flint and Silver laid it on the road because it is buried and hidden, and that's how we start Treasure Island. Mm-hmm. So he's got to get in their good graces in some aspect because he's with them to know right. about the map or find out about the map to steal it. Right, but we know that Silver also has no allegiance. He's just, and he even stated it this week. You know, I'm I'm going with whoever's going to get me the most gold, and it looks like it's you, sir. Right, yeah, right now you are the yep. one that gets getting my share. I don't care what anyone else says about you. Yeah. All right, so, and uh, what about Eleanor and her father? I feel like she's going to have some, like, tantrum at him or something. And I don't. I think no? they're going to work it out. Because I feel like at this point, she needs help. And her father's offering to help, but she doesn't. He's never offered to help her in any way. And he actually told her she was crazy the last few times. Yeah. So I feel like he's going to help her. And it's going to be okay. beneficial. Okay. He might be the one that talks about it. I would want her to kind of take a deep breath and accept the help. Chill out, step back. Yeah, because I feel like she's been very emotionally driven a lot lately. Agreed. Is that all? I don't know. I mean, I think <sighs> I think we'll see more with Miranda because that's definitely stuff is brewing there and opening mm. up. So I think we'll see more. And I do think with Max Anne, and um, Jack that we're going to see some sort of clash happen because Jack's Max, new crew. Yeah, maybe with Jack's new crew. No, no, I'm not just, with just that. With the three them? of them, okay. yeah, because they kind of called it this week. So I think there's going to be some sort of turmoil there. Mm, call a spade a spade and call a whore a whore. It is what it is. All right. So I agree with everything you just said, and I am excited for next week. So I hope that we get some of the stuff that I was cheated out of this week. Guys, action. Action. Sword Bombs. fighting. Drama. Heads boobs. Something. Boobs. And boobs. Everyone, thank you for tuning in to our Black Sales <laughs> After Buzz TV after show here it's been a pleasure talking to you for the last 45 minutes. Thank you for listening, and let us know what you think on Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of good stuff. And you may follow my good friend Lauren here to the left at the following location. Hello. You can find me at Lauren Salon everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-S-A-L-A-U-N. Oh, yeah. And you can find me, as always, at RyanHooks92 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. And also on the Gotham After Show here at Bog. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and me on Parks and Rec tomorrow. Boom. Guys, thank you so much. We will catch you next week here at After Buzz TV. See you later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire After Buzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the After Buzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After Shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.